Hey baby, I hear the podcast calling. Tossed Eric's and scrambled tapes. I, I don't know the rest of the song. I couldn't think of another verse, so I thought I'd toss it to you. Yeah, yeah, that's all. That was worked so. That's worked so long in the past. I'm, I'm sorry to have let you down this one, one and only time. Welcome to episode one with Michael and Eric, the podcast where we watch the first episode of a streaming exclusive show and talk about it. I'm Michael. And I'm listening. <laughs> I'm Eric. And this week, we watched Frasier on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. All bean town, we love you. Or whatever he says at the end. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think? This was basically what I expected. Yeah. Which is... More Frasier. But not very good. Not very good. That didn't stop me from crying in this episode, though. All right. What made you cry well, it, when they it, talked about Martin? It was the tail end of the episode. And so let's let we'll we'll get to what made me cry. Okay. It, it's predictable, yes, but we'll we'll get to what made me cry and why it made me cry. Uh but it was towards the end. Oh, so. we're going to really like dig into it. We're going to it's it's a Fraser episode. We've got to dig into the psychology of me. Yes. Uh, okay. Very much so. Well, do you want to tell everybody what this show is about? It's about Fraser. Yeah. Everybody remembers Fraser, the spin-off of Cheers. Mhm. Uh he's a pompous <laughs> ass of a psychologist who in his sitcom previously was living in Seattle and had been recently split up from his wife and his child as a result right in the show he had a kid yeah we just never really saw right because he's a bad dad yeah agreed well now he's showing up to Boston to guest lecture and also to visit with his son before he heads out to Paris to do some research or some bullshit. And the episode is spent with everybody trying to convince him to stay in Boston or not in the case of his son. Yeah. My least favorite thing about this show was all the misdirects it did. How so? Freddie. It's interesting that you told him I'm your girlfriend. I'm not your girlfriend. Were you going to tell them about John? And then, oh, it turns out John isn't his boyfriend. It's a... I don't know. That seemed like a weird misdirect because it feels like Frasier would be fine if his son were gay. So I don't know why Freddie would be hiding hiding that. But then it's like, oh, no, John's a baby. And it's like... Uh-oh, but not our baby fooled you again. Yeah, that's something I hadn't considered until now as you were bringing up the the misdirect. I remember the misdirect. I also remember being thinking it was kind of hokey and dumb. Yeah. But I definitely didn't have... I had the thought, Frazier's not going to care if son, it's, his son's gay. Right. And then, yep, Frazier will be upset if he has a grandson and didn't know about it. Yes. What he would never have been upset about or even give two shits about mm-hmm. is... The fact that this baby isn't his and is lit. Like, who gives a shit? Right. That his son is a firefighter who is very close with another firefighter 
who died in a fire and as a result he's basically living platonically with his buddy's widow widow and their son and they're sort of supporting each other financially because he's a firefighter and she's a a A waitress waitress or a bartender or whatever and so they're living in fucking boston it's not cheap right why is that a secret yeah (laughs) the 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 answer in the show is because he doesn't want any support from his dad and his dad has so much money that he's just gonna try throwing it around and and rescuing his son here's the but here's the dumb part of that that didn't piss me off until we started talking about it i'm so good at his, pissing you off once his, we start talking. i know i know <laughs> his lie could have just as easy he didn't have to mention that he was broke i'm helping out the widow of like my best friend the end yeah who gives a shit his dad wouldn't feel compelled to support him in any way yeah she's living here until she can find a place yeah that's the lie you're done I can't wait till so the waitress widow's name is Eve. Yes. I can't wait till Fraser and Eve hook up. No shot. You don't think so? No. Okay. God, no, you're right. They're gonna hook up. Yeah. And <laughs> he's 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 seventy plus years old, and she's got to be in her 20s it, and it's going to be gross <laughs> i guess is where i'm going with that that's but that's exactly the sort of thing what's more likely to happen i think is another misdirect where f- his son's going to walk in on them in a compromising position and be like dad how dare you f- like have sex with or hit like, on or and then oops, just changing of, a diaper. instead of anybody just communicating he's going to walk out and then going to be mad for half an episode until they communicate what actually happened right i hate sitcoms dude <laughs> i hate it even more that this is on a streaming service and we still felt it necessary to pretend like we're doing this in front of a live studio audience. Yeah. There's no world of which this is being done in front of a live studio audience. Least of all, because I'm pretty sure this show got like shut down and and had all sorts of problems shooting because of the pandemic. They were never going to shoot with a fucking audience, but even if they were, that shit never happened. Here's my other thing i didn't don't like about the show is frazier's colleague or whatever his name is yeah drunky mcdrunkerson drunky mcdrunkerson uh the exposition Sorry, professor drunky mcdrunkerson <laughs> the exposition dump guy yeah yes <laughs> welcome back to free welcome back to frazier boston <laughs> weren't you traveling with david niles and daphne's son <laughs> We already know that Frazier only has the one brother. <laughs> All of it could have been like that particular bit of information could have just been his nephew saying, hey, Uncle Frazier. Done. Yep. Or and then what got said later when he was talking about, God, you remind me so much of your mother. Like she was always helping people like we would have gotten the fucking hint. Yeah. Or if he was like, oh, I'm getting a reading. I'm also psychic. That would be good. Yeah. Yes. How many times in your notes did you write in all caps, go to cheers? Zero. Zero times. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> God damn it. Four, 
five. I wrote it five times. There, there's no shot. This is where the premise of our podcast is a bad idea in action. I, If you had watched the show, whole show, I guarantee you there's going to be a whole episode dedicated to just going to Cheers. And nobody we give a shit about is going to be working there. Yeah, I don't... I would have rather they spun off Cheers than or rebooted Cheers. That's what we're watching. I mean, Cheers. I mean, redone Cheers than Frasier. But I think more likely what we're gonna get is like Frasier is walking down to the street and he runs into uh, Cliff Cleave and delivering mail and that type of stuff. I I genuinely think they're gonna go to the bar. It, it may not be Cheers anymore. It may be the perfect opportunity for them to dump on Gen Z. But I, or like millennials, it will absolutely be a you know we should we should head down to the bar for a, a drink. We should head down to the old watering hole or whatever, and then they go there and it's just some fucking club, silent disco. Okay. Episode two. Episode time. two. <laughs> head to Cheers. It's the perfect opportunity. What else do you have? Fraser's a dick. Yep. He buys the entire apartment building and then says that him, Freddie and Eve can have free rent if Freddie moves in with him and Eve and her son live by her, by themselves. Yeah, it's the exact sort of conditional support that his son was uh, up, upset about before he had even asked him for it. Yeah, right. No. Good job, Frazier. Pretty manipulative stuff. Yeah. Also, how's Frazier's apartment so much better than the yeah, one no, next that, to his? That I didn't get. <laughs> that The second... Him buying the apartment on brand, he's kind of a pompous ass who gives it, and he clearly has enough money. He's fine. But that apartment was fucking enormous compared to the, not even a shithole, it was just a much smaller apartment that his son had. Yeah, and he bought the entire building. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Again, that I don't even, doesn't cause me any issues. I can't wait for him to run it, have like run-ins with tenants and stuff. Or there's got to be like another tenant, like a, a Kramer type tenant. There will be a Kramer type tenant or there will be an episode. Maybe it's episode two or three where he has to help tenants because he realizes, oh, shit, I own this place. And then he's going to have to hire a super. Oh, and yeah. that's going to be the kooky character because that will be the person that keeps. Oh, yeah. And then even the super. That's where it. That's where it's at. I have to imagine that the process of getting offered a teaching job at Harvard is a little more involved than the dean of the college just going, I want you to teach here. Yeah. Especially mid-semester. Yeah. Okay. Frazier seems to me to basically be Dr. Phil. Yes. I don't remember if uh, how the series the first Frasier series ended if it ended with him leaving for Chicago to do the talk show that they allude to him having just wrapped up for 20 years. I believe so, yes. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, he's basically Dr. Phil in this world. Very rich TV psychiatrist. It'd basically be like Harvard off the top of of the dome being like, hey, Dr. Phil, you want a job at Harvard? because he's there that one day just that he happens to be there one day and they go hey want a job and he gives a speech that a lecture that everybody likes i i get that but still he's just there no i'm saying that's not a good reason he gives one lecture that people like i could go to harvard and give a lecture that people like challenge accepted go (laughs) yes 
Harvard, you're on blast. It's been a while since we put anybody on blast. Harvard guest lecture. For your podcasting one-on-one class. We'll not show up that. what not to do. What do you think you could give a lecture on at Harvard that would... It, I'm not even going to go so far as to say as to get you to jo- a job at Harvard because we both agree that would be stupid that they would offer anyone a job based on one guest lecture. Yeah. But at least get somebody thinking, should we hire? Should, we, should we? Do we need? You know what I mean? Yeah. What could you give a lecture on? This is going to make me feel bad about myself. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What am I good this, at? This is my my plan all along. It's to break you down, and then I'm going to give the guest lecture about about breaking down and building back up your best friend and podcast host. Oh man, what what would you lecture about? I don't know. Some bullshit psychology thing, probably. Oh, I, yeah. I've, I've given uh, national lectures on addiction in psychology. You have, yeah. National lectures, yeah, like national, a TED talk, not not a TED talk, but a, na- a national. I don't think it was international, but it was a national conference in DC. Oh, all right, yeah. So, so I don't know. I'm sure I've got that PowerPoint somewhere. I can just give that one again. <laughs> I remember what my lecture was about. Yeah, it was about using Jenga in addiction therapy. I don't remember how we did that but i remember genuinely remember we we had built like a, a game and like a, a therapeutic it, whatever something or other with jenga bro 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 yeah if i got really good at jenga could we just like tag team that at harvard <laughs> <laughs> that's a big that's a big but i think your best jenga games are behind you dude if hold on yep i got all, all really... the best jenga players are in their 20s if I got really good at Jenga and started doing cocaine, could we tag team that lecture? Yes, yes. It, uh, I'll, you know what? I'll be, I'll, I'll be a friend here. It doesn't have to be cocaine. Just you have to get addicted to something. Oh, okay. And I mean, like DSM definition of addicted. Like it has to fuck up your life in some way. You can't just get addicted to Skyrim one weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you were there at Updown when they were playing the gigantic game of Jenga and that whole group was around. Uh, some of our podcast listeners might have been. But basically, we were at a arcade bar and, you know, the two by four Jenga games. Yeah. And there were these two guys that had this Jenga game so high that the entire bar was just gathered around watching them playing. And it got to the point where one guy doesn't know where he's going to move. He's like circling it. He's like stroking his chin. He's like, Hmm, Hmm, Hmm. And then just fucking karate chops one out of the thing. Did it (laughs) work? It worked. And the place exploded. It was amazing. So you've got to find that guy <laughs> and get him to be your Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he was like a, a karate expert? Like, do you think Mr. Miyagi? Okay. I, I'm, I, I, it was an, an analogy or a, a, yeah, I'm not saying he literally was great at karate and that's what he needs to teach you. I'm it, saying he was great at Jenga. 
If they remade The Karate Kid today, uh-huh. do you think one of the tasks Mr. Miyagi would have, uh, what's Daniel? Daniel, Daniel yeah, yeah, Daniel Russo uh, do his giant Jenga and like chopping him out. And Daniel Russo is like, this is stupid. And then like in the match, he's like, do the Jenga. And then he starts karate chopping like crazy. Dude. I'm not caught up on Cobra Kai. I, I mean, it's not out, outside of the realm of possibilities with that show. <laughs> I'm not caught up either. There was a scene when they were at the bar and they were drinking beer and Fraser was waxing poetic about, mm-hmm. you know, Boston you know, makes me want to drink a beer and not just wine, blah, 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 blah. And not go back to that bar. Yeah, right. He says that. Yeah, that he'll go back to that bar. He ends up leaving to go get more drinks and comes back with Sherry. And makes some shitty sherry pun and then drinks it. And I swear to God, I could almost see and feel the writer's room as they were writing that scene. Try and come up with another sherry pun and fail to do so. And then just land on this is bad sherry. That was how they ended that scene. Just this is bad sherry. Yeah. This is sherry bad. Even that yeah. would have been like terrible. Sure, right. that it's a terrible joke. We're both in agreement that that's an awful joke that you just made. But that would have been better than <laughs> this is bad cherry. Okay, one good joke in this. Okay, Fraser invites himself over to cook dinner for Freddie, and then. Uh, Frazier's nephew, Freddie's cousin, shows up. David. David, which is fine. They're all family. I thought you were saying it was fine that his name was David. <laughs> which is fine. It's fine. David's it's a fine, fine name. It's a fine name. Yeah. But then the two Harvard people very inappropriately show up, but they start cooking dinner, and then everybody else is out in the room, and she comes out, and she goes, hey, I have a question about the steaks, and Fraser walks in the kitchen, and goes... What about the stakes? And she goes, they could not be higher. <laughs> and I was like, that was a good one. Okay. <laughs> Did you not like it? No. That was terrible. It was exactly what I expected. Did you get it, though? It was a pun. Yeah. yeah. She was cooking the steaks up on the top <laughs> no. of the refrigerator, and she couldn't cook them any higher. I got the joke. It just wasn't really funny. Why are you trying to cook steaks on the top of a refrigerator? There's a perfectly good stove right there, dude. Okay. Just making sure. <laughs> Uh, what else do I have? Uh, go to Cheers. Okay. Professor Drunky McDrunkerson Exposition Guy gets really excited that there's a 25-year McKellen. Yeah. But all he wants to do is get drunk. Mm-hmm. Why does he care that there's a 25... I mean, bring in a bottle of Jack at this at that point. Because uh, he's an alcoholic. I guess I guess that's the point. I'm, what, does an alcoholic care that it's a 1500... A hoity-toity Professor McPre- Professorson uh, absolutely does. Mm, okay. Because that's how he masks that he's an alcoholic. Uh, he pretends like it's all in service of good alcohol when I, I don't think that guy gives a shit. What else you got for this show? Yeah, we've mostly hit on everything. Okay. Do you want to write an episode two? Yeah, I think we have to. Um, before we do, I do want to call attention to the part that made me cry. And oh, yes, right. it was it was around Martin. So Martin's obviously dead in this, and 
there's a whole through line through all of this about Fraser having just coming back from the funeral and his son Freddie didn't show up and it's the scene where he they're confronting each other about you know all this sort of stuff and uh Freddie brings up how, you know what's happened with this kid and with the widow and all that sort of stuff and he's talking about how alone he was at the time at that time and Fraser waxes poetic about how you can always talk to me and he makes mention of the fact that grandpa just showed up out of the blue to you know be there for him and talking through it having lost some uh friends and co-workers and stuff like that as a cop in seattle right. himself which i thought was sweet that like that primed the pump that got that got me a little misty eyed but i was like okay yeah that's that's nice um and then the other thing that had already kind of primed the pump and this is vintage me is the that that whole fight when he's talking with him about like well, why didn't you come ask me for money um and him saying like because you'd make me feel like shit about it but again all that did was just kind of like it was a little misty eyed but it was fine or whatever but then uh we see what the gift is that martin had wanted freddie to have and it was the flag that had flown over the state capitol in washington or whatever yeah that sent me over the edge and like legitimately bawling because it was a combination of all that other sort of shit. And then that sent me back to um, my grandfather passed a couple of years ago during the pandemic. But prior to that, for his 95th birthday, I had gone up to South Dakota to visit him and we had a big shindig and the Legion and a representative from the state, like the governor's office showed up and presented him with a flag that had flown over the state Capitol mm. and just how like my grandpa was a stereotypical, like uh greatest generation sort of dude, just like very, he's nice, very nice guy, but uh, also not one to talk about his emotions, at least with me, but like got him so teary eyed and just like, it was just a th- you know it's just a thing that we did and all that sort of thing and like all that shit together just sent me i was gone Oof. i was absolutely gone and then i spent the next five minutes because there wasn't much left of the episode very worried that kathy was going to come home because she wasn't at this point to see me sobbing to fraser <laughs> <laughs> uh, luckily she didn't i told her about it later and i just got to see her kind of go yeah that makes sense but i could definitely see her judging me a little <laughs> really to fraser but yeah all right episode, episode two episode two opens up freddie's in his bedroom looking at that flag <laughs> you're not taking over my lecture i'm the one that's gonna break you damn it Okay, so what happened at the end of the first episode? Uh, the ultimate, well, ultimatum, the offer. Uh, what's Eve and John? Was John the name of the kid? Yeah, will live in the other apartment. Freddie's gonna live with Frazier, and he'll pay for both their rents. Or he he owns the place, so they don't they get to live rent free. I just my I've got a lot of problems with with that. But okay, tell us what the problems are because we're gonna fix them in this second episode. Go. He's manipulating his son, like you said. Like, uh-huh. okay, okay, okay. I keep going. Definitely gonna be thinking about how to fix that one. Uh, yeah, he's <laughs> manipulating his son and like giving support, conditional uh-huh. support. Uh-huh. Uh huh. 
He's also making Eve live by herself with a baby when she could probably use somebody else uh-huh. there that's willing to help out, uh-huh. which was Freddy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, they're going to have to get a nanny. Ooh, they're going to have to get a nanny. Uh-huh. And you know who that nanny is going to be, right? Daphne? No. Rhea Perlman? Daphne's son. Oh, David. Tying it all together, Fraser takes the the teaching job. Uh, Professor McProfesserson made some comment about him being able to get a TA. He's going to hire on, uh, what's Dan- Danny? David. David. Uh, that's right. G- great name. Um, <laughs> David to be his TA. And he's going to, as his TA, just basically make him be the nanny for, because he's a shitty person. And uh, David's absolutely going to have a Niles Daphne crush on Eve. Yep. We're tying it all together, dude. Yeah. 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 We just now, need to. How do we make Frazier not a shitty dad? <laughs> uh, also, where's BB uh, Newworth's character? What's her name? Lilith. Where's Lilith? She'll show up. Yeah, because her and Fraser were always on at least okay terms, sometimes better terms than others. Yeah, it's been, his son's in his 30s. It's yeah. been a lot of years, so, I mean, she could be fucking anywhere. She could be in Paris herself researching a book. Who the fuck knows? Right. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So, it opens up. Oh, I know where Lilith is. Apartment. Wait, let's say it at the same time. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Apartment Her soul upstairs. is trapped in a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Her soul is trapped in a vacuum cleaner in the apartment upstairs. Okay. But the plug can't. <laughs> the plug isn't long enough to visit her son. <laughs> and her son doesn't even know so at the end yeah so the only way we know this like every once in a while we see like the vacuum vacuuming that apartment like it like passing through the halls and stuff but by the, itself like no one no one pushing it no somebody pushing it. okay but the only way that we know that lilith's soul is in that vacuum cleaner is at after the credits of every episode <laughs> It just cuts to the vacuum cleaner and does like a sad monologue. A single tear rolling (laughs) down its cheek from a non-existent eye. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Okay. So we started out where Lilith is. Still haven't figured out how Frasier becomes not a shitty dad in the series. Like, I'm not talking growth. I'm talking how do we make it so that him making this offer conditional on his son moving in with him isn't shitty. He hires a nanny for Eve. Yeah, that's how it makes it not shitty for Eve. That still makes him really shitty and manipulative to his son. Yeah. if you're So I've recently watched the first couple seasons of the original Frasier, and then I dropped off. Okay. But those first two seasons are Martin and Frasier being shitty to each other the whole time. Okay. They're, they're definitely going to have to get Frasier that chair, right? Martin's chair. Oh. Oh yeah. How's the dynamic work there? Because it's Frazier's placed again. So maybe that's how we even out the dynamic. Maybe 
his son calls him on his bullshit and being manipulative to Eve and Frazier relents and just lets Eve stay there. But he won't do that with Freddy. Freddy has to stay with him if he's going to live rent free. And Freddy flips it around and says, I'll only do it if you let me bring grandpa's chair over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. And then that evens out the dynamic, sort of. Here's the question that we've absolutely got to answer. We're going to do a dog? Or is that baby just going to start walking around? It can't be the baby. They, they Unless we're doing some time skip shenanigans, mm. shenanigans, I don't think it can be the baby. Okay. He's going to have to end up getting a dog. Dalmatian. Why Dalmatian? Because he's a fire fireman. Yeah, I think you nailed it in one. It's, it's clearly a Dalmatian. Yeah. That just like stares at Frasier the whole time. Mm-hmm. What's the Dalmatian's name? What was the dog's name again? Eddie. Eddie 2. Eddie 2 the squeak wall. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yep. I got to quit Michael's musing. Okay. I'm sick of blank blank 2 electric boogaloo jokes. I think we should start transitioning into blank blank 2 the squeak wall jokes. <laughs> As a society. (laughs) Okay. I think maybe I need people to get onto our Discord. The the, the Discord that you didn't put the link to in the episode description last week? I did. You did? On the website. I don't know that I put it into the uh, episode notes. Oh, yeah. You should put it in the episode notes. I can do that or whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, I'll put as soon as I figure out how to do that, I'll put a poll up or something too about which which is better, electric boogaloo, boogaloo or the squeakle. Yeah, and from henceforth, it shall be used. Can we have a Michael's Musings channel in there where I can just like post all my musings? Yeah, I've to be clear, the Discord right now is really bare bones because I haven't had any time this week to do what I wanted to do, which is look into uh, making it a lot more functional and having those sorts of channels or having figuring out how to schedule posts so that i can just say all right you know here's the episode link or it's dropping in an hour or whatever it is like some of the shit like the dropout channel does and things like that yeah cool okay back to the episode how does fraser become not a shitty dad the episode ends with him being like you know what frederick i'm gonna take to you to a place that meant a lot to me when I lived here. And then it's just like uh, the shot from inside cheers of the uh, steps going down to the door. And you just see the footprints coming down the things. But you don't see the inside of the bar and you don't see them coming. And the episode ends just on. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. 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 Oh, wait. No, you do see the inside of the bar. It's uh, Carla. Uh, still waitressing, and she sees the feet uh, coming down. She's like, "Oh, Lock the no. door!" Yep, <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, absolutely. You, do you think we can get Ted Danson for episode three? I have to imagine that if this show lasts more than a couple of series, that Ted Danson will do a cameo. But episode three, probably not. 
yeah that's too bad i think first season they're looking at like john ratzenberger george went the guy who played paul Rhea perlman yeah no chance in hell that woody harrelson comes back are you sure i don't know just promise him some weed and he'll be he'll be there in a heartbeat dude yeah I think him and Ted Danson are going to be bigger. Dude, no, that's it. Woody Harrelson. What's his character's name? Woody. Fucking duh. Cheers is no longer a bar. He bought it. It's a bud tender. Like it's it, he's it's it's a like marijuana dispensary. Oh yeah. That's how we make it more modern. Uh, and if they can get Shelley Long back at all, that'd be good. But uh, didn't the other one pass away? Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley, did she pass away? I don't know. I think she might have passed away. Yep, she died in 2022. R.I.P. Kirstie Alley. Oof, colon cancer. Ugh. Fuck that shit. What a bitch. Colon cancer. Yes, not Kirstie Alley. You have to leave that in. Do I? Yes. Because I was just thinking about how hard I'm going to edit it out. You have to leave that in. (laughs) It's clear to anyone that knows you that that's clearly not what you meant. But I had to make it very clear that we've got upwards of two listeners that don't know you that well. (laughs) That's fair. Oh, All right. You got anything else? Not for the show, no. What else you got? For I don't. I don't know that I have much else, but uh, I wanted to bring up. I have been watching. Oh no, I do have something else that I think Kathy talked with you about and alluded to, and I almost convinced her to come on the podcast today to talk with me about, which is "Follow the House of Usher." Yeah, we did talk about that. Jesus Christ, that show was dog shit. Absolute dog shit. Mike Flanagan is dead to me. I'm I'm done. I'm done with that dude. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Kathy told me you didn't keep watching. I didn't. I told her. So we watched. She dragged me. Not like she de- was desperate for me to watch, but it was just more like I really wasn't that interested, but I definitely didn't want to not watch. So I was like, all right, yeah, we'll watch the second episode. We watched maybe three episodes, four episodes um, slowly over the course of two weeks. And then finally I said, okay, I'm done. I can't anymore. Like, you can watch this on your own. Fine. And she said, okay, great. And then proceeded to just binge watch the rest of it um, while I was sitting in the room. So, yeah, I watched the rest of it (laughs) against – I could have gotten up and walked away. So when I say against my will, like, whatever – the only reason it worked is because she was hating it as much as I was, but she was hate watching it and I was reluctantly hate watching it. And it was fucking awful, mm. dude. It just. Every episode had its own jump scare. They were always painfully predictable to the point where every time I just I looked to Kathy and I go, watch out, it's coming. And sure enough, it would come. There was one that did scare the shit out of me, not because I didn't realize it was coming, but because it was just punctuated by a lot a lot of loud noise. And I fucking hate that shit so much. The deaths got absolutely bonkers, bananas, insane. Um, 
everybody in the family dies. Spoiler alert, literally everybody in the family dies, including the grandchild who was the only one of them that was nice. Is that a spoiler if the show's called The Fall of the House of Usher? The fact that the granddaughter dies could be seen as a spoiler because Mm. the whole time in the first episode, I think he mentioned this, but the whole time he's texting with his granddaughter. So we're led to believe while he's telling the story that she managed to escape this because she is a good person. And she was. She was a very nice kid. But we find out in the last episode that no death or, you know, whomever this uh, genie, I don't know what. Uh, Carly Gugino's character was she was a de- she was a demon of some kind that made a deal with them um, does kill her but makes it the only painless death the only one that was just like all right you're dead you can't escape the curse the curse is the curse but mm. you die and then what's Dupin the the DA it was like no you've been texting with this whole time and he said oh yeah no you remember uh, six episodes ago he might as well have said this when so-and-so, I don't remember who it was, was talking about developing an AI and, and patterning it off of the granddaughter. Um, that's what's been texting me. And you know what? It's been texting him the entire goddamn show. Nevermore, 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 but all misspelled and like fucking glitchy and shit. It was fucking painful, dude. Yeah. It was it was dog shit. Mm. Um, I'm sure. What's that? Oh, I was going to ask if you had an F-Boy Island. I know. We haven't watched that yet. That is something we'll maybe watch. We haven't watched much of anything this week. Mm. Work has been rough. Mm. What I watched today while I was getting my infusion isn't a streaming exclusive, but it is on streaming. Uh, Watch most of the first season of Welcome to Wrexham, finally. Oh, yeah. Digging it. Oh, nice. It's uh, slightly less funny slightly less heartwarming but uh, obviously a lot more real like ted lasso i get where that people were getting that vibe from it um but it's been enjoyable it was a good like lay down and zone out sort of show nice awesome well want to wrap it up thanks for listening to the episode one podcast with michael and eric if you liked it leave a rating review on apple podcasts and also put a (laughs) ring on it in the form of a rating or review on apple podcasts (laughs) Um, you can check out our website. It's episode one podcast.com. Uh, what I meant to do and I will do before this episode goes up is put a link on the website to the discord. Um, not just in that post, but like on the front page, kind of like we're doing with the thousand and one album generator. Oh yeah. We didn't talk about those. We had a good week. I can see that looking back at them. I haven't listened to the only one I listened to was the Carol King. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. The band was good. Stinkonia was good. Today's was fine. I looked at today's and said, nope, not listen to that one. Yeah, it's fair. That's me judging a book by its cover. Last but not least, big thanks to Boz D for the use of our theme song.